Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News, and I am your host. Every week, we discuss issues including gender and diversity. For eight seasons, the nation has watched the sitcom Blackish about an upscale African American family trying to bridge the gap between success and keeping its ethnic identity. But what does the American dream look like for Muslim American women? Filmmaker Iman Zuari offers a glimpse in this clip from her movie, Americanish. Mom, don't you want us to have more than this? Be something? Yes, but first you go and get married and have children. Then go, be whatever you want. Then there's this clip dealing with a culture issue that can be fraught for some. Boys don't like girls all covered up. You're never going to get married with that scarf on your head. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't get my values. It's a romantic comedy-ish made by, about, and starring Muslim American women. Zwari joins us to talk about her vision. That conversation after this short break. It is an homage to Blackish, and Blackish, um, you know, people think it means, you know, somewhat Black, but actually it means an array of Black people. And so Americanish means an array of Americans. And you are Egyptian American, but you grew up in Florida. I did, yes. I was born and raised in Florida. What was that like? You know, I actually was raised in the panhandle of Florida, which is basically Alabama. So, um, being brown in the South really did inform how um, I became a comedic filmmaker in particular because all the microaggressions and the ignorance and the racism I grew up with, the way that I dealt with it was so co- with through, was through comedy because it was just like so flabbergastically racist. You're just like, wow, that's racist. And so we would, <laughs> me and my friends would, you know, we'd make comedy from it. So it, it was, um, it was tough for sure. Um, and, but that's it, you know, some people kind of shy away from it. Um, I definitely ran towards it in terms of wanting to speak for my people and for people of color and becoming an activist because of the way that I was raised. So tell me a little bit about this story for people that haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, um, American is about it's the first American Muslim rom-com made by diverse American Muslim women about American Muslim women, and then also starring Muslim women, which is very exciting. And it's about three uh, Pakistani American women figuring out love, life, and career in New York City. It's very similar to My Big Fat Greek Wedding and Bend It Like Beckham. And so, yeah, it's it's been very exciting kind of a journey. It's an ensemble piece. It was a tough it took us eight years to make this film. <laughs> um, and so it's been a tough journey, but it's been really incredibly exciting as you know, it's been touring the festivals and it's won 18 awards. And we're really excited to um, be closing night at DC Independent Film Festival this weekend. So tell me about some of the stereotypes that you uh, confront in this piece, right? Because, you know, so many people assume that Muslim American women are shy and oppressed and, you know, not actually American, more like other, the way they see black people and they look at your different skin tones and they're like, so are you Haitian? Oh, re- regular right. black girl. Well, are you, are you <laughs> Latino? Oh, regular black girl. You know what I mean? So, so talk to me about some of the things that you confront here. Oh gosh. Yes. So for sure, the whole, where are you from is definitely something that we, we addressed in the film. You know, if you're Brown or if you're other, you're not American and what, and being othered, um, being Muslim during um, Trump's era was also something that we addressed. Um, you know, being a Muslim woman that wears a scarf and being independent, 
Uh, we used to address sisterhood, cultural, cultural issues. Racism was a really big thing that we addressed as well. And, um, you know, family and that, those were like a lot of different things that we brought to the forefront and just seeing three Muslim or Muslim and Brown women leading a film. That's not like, like, a being like you said, being timid or shy or being violent or having anything to do in the realm of terrorism is is something that we want to tell as an authentic story and show that Muslim women have agents of their own lives and they're independent. You don't see that much of that in American filmmaking, right? So I'm curious, what does your family think about this? What do, what do other Muslim American women think about this? Having you know, if they've seen the film or had a chance to talk to you about it. Yes. I mean, that's what has been incredibly surprising to us. And, you know, when you work on something for so long, you question yourself on, you know, if it's really going to work or if people are going to connect with it or if it's going to make a difference. And the um, the reaction has been overwhelmingly positive and has changed so many people. Like, And it's not even just um, the Muslim, you know, I've had so many Muslim women coming up to us and talking about how they, they felt seen for the first time. And then also that, you know, the, they know each character in the film and they've never had that before. And even with, um, you know, non-Muslims I had in, when we're in Cincinnati, I had a Thai um, American man come up to me in tears saying, thank you for making this movie because now I can show my white uh, in-laws what it means to be American. And, you know, when we were in Arkansas, I had a seven year old white man who was like, I know this movie, this movie is about my family, you know, and it just and then the Pakistani man in uh, Cincinnati also was just like, you know, you've really shown me what it looks like for me to be um, seen in this in this in this world. So it's been incredibly overwhelming and, you know, every time an inspiration for it and they just want to see it over and over. And so we've sold out in every you know theater, even during covid and it just shows you more the need for authentic stories like this because we can't show things on television that are not the fabric of America. And we all are a part of the fabric of America. Briefly, tell me a little bit about, about the women in this film. What do they do? What are they looking for? Okay, so great. So we have three characters. One, her name is Sam. She's the 30-year-old. And her and her sister, Miriam, they both live with their mom and their mom was left by their father in the beginning of the film. So she had to, she's one of those kind of typical mothers that's like really hardcore, but she's also pushing everybody to get married. She's kind of the comedic uh, part of it. And her older daughter, Sam, works for a marketing company where she has to do marketing for a right wing senator. And she's trying to get up the ladder in order to move out of her mom's house. And so she's facing the the stress and the dichotomy of leaving her mom because her mom doesn't want her to leave because you know brown people don't leave until they get married <laughs> so she's like she's like I'm 30 years old I want to get married I want to move she's like okay you're gonna you're gonna leave me it's like a whole thing and then she's also the only woman and the only woman of color in her boardroom as she's trying to um climb up the ladder but this senator is she's having to tweet things against her own um, religion and culture. So it she has to face that when she's going through it. So that's Sam and then Miriam is the uh, fun, like college student that wants to go to med school, Harvard med school. And, um, she ends up finding, uh, a guy in her study group and she ends up falling in love with him. And he, they, they go through and they make, she has to make a choice between med school or him, um, as she kind of goes through it. And the last one is our naive, sweet, uh, cousin who comes over from, um, Pakistan and asks the TSA agent asks her 
why are you, um, what's your purpose of your visit? And she says, I'm here to find a nice Pakistani American doctor to marry. <laughs> so, and then she ends up finding, um, she ends up connecting with the bodega owner, a black Muslim, and then, you know, they, the story goes from there. So those are the three main stories that are, that are being going through the film. So just tell me when people see this film, what do you want them to take away from it? You know, the biggest thing that we always say was, like I mentioned before, is we want to show that Muslim women are independent and have agency over their own lives. That's the biggest thing that we want to we want to tell is like what you see about Muslim women in the media, what you see about all that stuff. I don't know those people. I don't know women that are being stoked. I don't know women that, you know, are locked in the closets or are terrorists. You know, that's not who we are. And there's a billion Muslims around. And so, you know, showing stories of people, I really believe, you know, obviously film and particularly comedy creates um, connection between audiences. And I really think that when we show these types of stories, we're able, and in, in my own cheesy way, we're able to create peace and understanding. And so that's really what I want people to take away from this is that, um, you know, we're all the same and we all want the one same thing in life. That's filmmaker Iman Zawari discussing her movie, Americanish. Thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Ashley Armstrong for her production assistance. Like what you hear? Come on back for more and listen up. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating or review. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys, CBS News. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.